0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. 630 Chad, live from the Chorus Radiothon, in support of the Stollery Children's Hospital Foundation. All right, uh, we're back. It's 2.33, and as you heard, we're broadcasting live this afternoon from the Chorus Radiothon at the Stollery Children's Hospital. Uh, Once again, presented by our great friends at Great Canadian Roofing and Exteriors. 14 or 10 years they've been sponsoring uh, this now, and we certainly couldn't do this uh, without them, and we can't do it without you as well. And I'm going to keep repeating those numbers throughout the afternoon. 780-407-KIDS. That's 4075437. Um, Stollerykids.com and a big thanks to our Power Hour sponsor the folks from Weatherford uh, back here waiting to take your phone calls so if you want to give a call uh, we could um, we sure could use it right now right now I'd like to introduce you to Shannon and 11 year old Adam hi Shannon hi Adam hi hi how you guys doing today I'm good now what is it like for you to come into the Stollery um, it can be overwhelming. Now yes. it's
1: now it's quite a bit more positive. Yes. Uh, we are stable for the first time in nine
0: years. In nine so, years.
1: Uh, but it's it's been overwhelming most of the time when we come in here.
0: Yeah, and, and I can I can I can't even imagine to be to be honest with you. So let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, about Adam. Adam is eleven years old, and was had, there was a major diagnosis as you mentioned what, just before his second birthday. That's right, the day before his second birthday. Well, What happened? Um, He had been
1: unwell for a while and so uh, we had been sent to cardiology which is pretty common I guess. Okay. And they went and they did some testing and it was determined that Adam had pulmonary hypertension and a very large atrial septal defect in his heart.
0: So pulmonary hypertension. Yes
1: high blood pressure of the right side of the heart
0: and the within
1: the lungs and the pulmonary artery
0: so I mean when I think about that I think of you know uh, you know a 60 year old person with something like that not a two-year-old no it's actually more common in uh,
1: women who are adults yeah so it was it was a surprise for it to happen yeah Um, I still remember the nurse actually asked me she said oh are you going to be okay and I said I'm gonna go home and have a glass of wine and she said with the diagnosis you just had you deserve the whole bottle
0: oh my gosh yeah wow and so what went through your mind at that time
1: I realized that we were in a bigger battle than what I thought
0: okay and yeah. so what did that battle look like what what was what was coming down the line
1: uh, for him that meant um, having to go through multiple procedures uh, it meant being hooked up to IVs 24-7 extensive amounts of pain blood work testing uh, and he <laughs> is on triple therapy so uh, no matter what he's going to be taking a lot of drugs for it lifelong just just to survive
0: just a, a lifelong medication yeah. um, it, it says here that until he was eight years old Adam received a life-saving medication through an IV pump he was connected to 24 hours a day what yes. is that's so what so how does that impact your world with an eight-year-old boy I mean eight-year-old boys are on benches they're yep. out doing stuff Needless to say, uh, he put everybody through the
1: ringer (laughs) with that, being hooked up to that 24-7. It unfortunately meant a lot more visits to emerge. Um, It changed the way life was for him at school. Uh, So it definitely was a, a big adjustment to have to deal with. Yeah.
0: Adam? Hi. Hi. Hi, so um, do you remember when we were talking about that, we were just talking about that IV that you were on for so long? Yeah. What was that like for you? Um, Not really great. No. Pretty tough? Yeah. Did it, it it probably didn't let you do a lot of the stuff that you wanted to do?
2: Yeah. because One of the ones I really wanted to do was swimming. You wanted to go
0: swimming. (laughs) Yeah. And you couldn't go swimming? Yeah. So are you able to go swimming now? Yeah.
2: And what's that like? Super fun. Super fun? Yeah. Do Are you swimming a lot? Um, I don't go swimming much, but with my school we do. Oh, very nice. What else do you like to do? Um, like a lot of other stuff, like usually play with my friends. Yeah? Yeah. Good. When it's warm outside. Nice. Yeah. And uh, you probably don't like going outside in yeah. the cold. No,
1: he's actually not supposed to be out okay. if it's colder than minus 10. Okay, so tell, so tell us about that. Why is that? Well, uh, part of that is just because his lungs are diseased, so it's difficult for him to breathe. In that. So he can go for short periods of time outside, but if yeah.
0: it's colder than minus 10, he's not allowed out for very long. Okay, so currently receiving this triple therapy to treat the pulmonary hypertension. Yep. Um, and after partially fixing the hole in his heart, he's finally stable. So he's had heart surgery? We actually did
1: something pretty incredible. What? Instead of open heart surgery, we did it in the cath lab. Oh. And we put a device in that had never been used in pediatrics before. So he's a first to have it put in the way that we did it. And so it was pretty extensive. It, it changed the way that they're gonna be doing
0: things for kids, so. so and, and how has, what, so by doing that, yeah. I mean the recovery time much much quicker, less. Absolutely. You name it, that's huge for a little boy and yeah. for a mom. Yeah, it was it was amazing. We were out within a week, yeah. which is just unheard of. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you will continue to visit. The stallery on a regular basis, minimum every three months. Minimum every three months. And so, what happens, what Adam? What what you go through when you come in for your for your appointments?
2: What do they do? They usually don't do much stuff. They usually um usually yeah test my um uh, like walking skills. Mm Mhm. And also they check if my heart's good. Yes. And also do like pressure check if my heart's beating right. Yes and like other stuff as well.
0: So why would they be checking his walking?
1: So they do what's called a six minute walk. And this is a pulmonary hypertension tool that they use, that they measure it that as to how far you can make it in six uh-huh. minutes. The average person does really well. Somebody with pulmonary hypertension usually does not do as well okay. as the average person. So it tests you to see if your physical function is as good as it was. So if you go down or if you aren't staying stable within that six-minute period of time, then they start bringing you in for more tests.
0: Now, Shannon, if I remember correctly in the past, I've, I've talked to another family. Family whose daughter had uh, pulmonary uh, hypertension as well mm-hmm. and and her lips tended to be quite blue yep. is that is that the same thing uh, after we
1: did his repair not as much okay um, we still experience it every once in a while though we shouldn't as often as okay. we okay but um, it definitely is because their oxygen
0: level goes down
1: uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, so yeah as uh, his doctor has said it's like having the heart
0: rate of a marathon runner all the time Wow so Wow. I mean, he looks fantastic. Yeah. yeah. He looks fantastic. So give us an idea how the stallery has helped you navigate um, what is really a complicated, lifelong disease for a young man. They have one of the best teams
1: in the world. It started uh, previously with a doctor that had over 20 years of experience. Amazing. Uh, and so because of that and his passion towards the kids, he was able to use research and his knowledge to yeah. to guide us through. Now there's a whole team. Thankfully, it's grown <laughs> from all the help. Um, so we now have nurse practitioners we can call 24-7. Um, they are now parts of studies that are worldwide uh-huh. that they all get together. and. Um, the doctors have just been great so they walk us through everything they tell us everything and they are actually always available for us to be able to contact because
0: it's a pretty steep learning curve i mean you yep. you're you know he was doing fine up until that second birth you said he had been yep. sick for a while but then boom this happens yep. and you know nothing about it yep and for him he tends to be a first <laughs> for everything so we actually usually are are
1: sort of setting the the road as we
0: go like, but isn't you know isn't that? As much as the challenges that that you and and that Adam have gone through I mean what they've done and what they've been able to do with him is that last surgery it it must also make you feel good to know that you're paving the way for other young children other young patients. Absolutely actually there's
1: a lot of other kids within the pulmonary hypertension community because we're all really close that are going on to the IVs like he was and one of them he was the only kid in Canada and now they have the problem Training for yeah. now, they're setting them up so that way it's easier and more successful for them. On that, and even though he is now pump free, has been yeah. for a couple of years, him being that and doing it on his own and us figuring it all out has made us that way
0: other kids are able to do that. Hey, Adam, are you going to school? Yeah, what school do you go to? Miano, Miano? and what grade are you in? In grade six. Do you want to say hi to your teacher and to all of your all of your um, your fellow students? Just say hi. Hi. hi.
2: If you're watching this. <laughs> <laughs> or, do you like school? Um, a little bit. Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite class? Mm, we have a lot of um, <laughs> classes. Probably my favorite, century. Very good. Do you get to swim at
0: school at all? Do you go on swimming school trips? Yeah. Do you? Nice. Very nice. You go
2: twice a month.
0: Nice, good job. So moving forward, you know, you've been a long time Stollery family, Shannon. How have you seen like the community support um, make a difference at the hospital? You look at these numbers, we're talking $24 million in 20 years. We're looking to raise another million and a half today. What differences have you seen?
1: Well, from when we started on our journey, there were a lot of tools that weren't necessarily available for, for the kids, and now it is incredible. Like, anything as simple as them having tools in a basket for kids when they're getting blood work to yes. distract them, um, finding ways to use those tools to empower kids in order to yeah. be able to have a voice with their health care. Uh, you know, it's it's amazing the teams that have been put together just, just from all of this.
0: You use the word empower, and I think it's in it's it empowers the families as as well it empowers you because yeah. they are there for you surrounding you with the knowledge giving you that taking the time that must make a huge difference as you try to navigate this
1: absolutely because otherwise you feel like you're doing it on
0: your own yeah. and when
1: they're helping and they're giving your child a voice and they're letting them empower some of their care you don't feel like the bad guy yeah. forcing them through everything all the time
0: Shannon what do you want folks to know about the stallery and why maybe they should pick up that phone right now and make a donation
1: because it honestly is life-changing yes. it is life-changing for the kids, for those of us who've been doing this for
0: a long time, it truly is the best place to be. Shannon, Adam, thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. It was a pleasure to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much.